One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It is the instant match reaction show. I am Paul Mach Mach, and that is Chris Pajak Pajak alongside me there. Um, we are going to talk about Liverpool beating Crystal Palace by four goals to nil. Chris Pajak Pajak. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Chris Padge Pajak. Padge. Yeah. No one calls me Padge. No, not in school. Some people in the tavern. No one cares. Doesn't matter. No, no one's even remotely. We can do this off cam. We can totally do this off cam. We can do this on our own podcast, <laughs> um, which is Matex Pajak, which is really good. It's taking it a couple of weeks break Padge. while we get this sorted. <laughs> um, but yes, anyway, Liverpool beat Crystal Palace by four goals to nil because we absolutely battered them. Um, and any any lingering fears or doubts that this Liverpool side are anything less than the best <laughs> in the world and best in this country by an absolute country mile, completely not to be blown away by a scintillation. It was, and, and from the get-go, you know, from the first whistle to the last, we were on it, and, you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes in, you're thinking, oh, this is going to be a tough game, this is exactly what Palace wants, but it never felt in doubt, it mm-hmm. never, it felt different to the Everton game, and I don't know whether that was because we were playing at Anfield, because we played a game of football already, because Mo Salah was playing, because Rob- Robertson was playing, I don't know, but it just looked like the Liverpool side that we're so used to seeing, and, mm-hmm. you know... Credit to the manager again, he gets the team absolutely spot on. I do think that the Zaha injury really did affect Crystal Palace, but I don't think it really affected the outcome of the game. I agree. I completely agree with that. I think that it, it, it makes them less of a threat. He's look, he's their big out ball. He's the, he's their best player, isn't he? I think there's no really getting away from that. And I, I, you know, and it's, sorry, it pins Trent back a bit, doesn't he? Yeah, just a little bit. Hundred percent. I said it at the start of the game. He, it's not that we've we've got we, we've got good form against Crystal Palace by and large. I think we, what we said we won the last five or something against them. But Zaha's always had a good go. He's given us a couple of a couple of worrying moments, so you know, uh, at times. And Trent does have a couple of issues when people are quite direct and they look to look to pin him back. Because let's be honest, Trent is always better on the front foot, and that's where we need him to be able to perform as a team. So maybe, and maybe it's not even the pin and Trent back, but it maybe means Henderson's a bit pin back because whoever then has to drop in to cover for it. So Jordan Henderson, instead of being, instead of us having three men up on the right wing, which we have at times when we really, really dominate in games in Salah, Trent and Henderson, it means we're losing one of those guys to do a bit more dirty work. And they were left with what their outball became and just Townsend, who's, you know, he, he struggled with fitness all season long. He's his first game. He didn't play in the last game either. There, um, or came off the bench, I should say, in, in, in the last game. I used I was fast, but they, they were playing them through the middle. 
the, 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 Max Meyer, we've talked about it, he, he, he barely plays, he's definitely not a left winger. So, yeah, you're right, it, it, it played into our hands, but we had to then, we still had to go and stick the ball on the back of the net, mm-hmm. and we did. A, a few times. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Four. obviously, ten, 10, just a world-class free kick. And, yeah. you know, we joked during the, the live stream about Max Meyer being in the wall. I don't actually think it went over his head. I think it went over the one, just in, the player just inside. Them, the, uh, yeah, so it was a hell of a free kick. It doesn't matter who's in the wall there. I think that one's flying in. And, and once we'd sort of broken the barrier once, I think it gave us the confidence to go out and express ourselves. For me, you know, what I enjoyed most about the performance was probably, apart from Fabinho, because I think he was man of the match by a country mile, I'm sure we'll talk about him, but it was the movement between Trent and Henderson and Salah. You know, I said that a couple of times, you know, they keep, they keep on creating space for each other, mm-hmm. and it's not like it's the same movement each time. Yeah. They're all doing slightly different things to free up one of them, and it's, it's mad because... It it must it, they must work so hard to make it look so effortless, because there are times when Trent will go the inside run and Hendo goes out and Salah doesn't get in the way. Yeah. He just seems to know what happens when that when they dovetail. I need to do this, yeah. and we've always spoken about it as the front three do that so well. But it's it's kind of gone out from there. We've seen the front three do it for years, mm-hmm. and now everybody else is seeming to do it as well. It just must be so difficult. Well, I hadn't really noticed it before, but you're dead right. There's that moment where Trent's playing like the inside channel. He's not playing. There's loads of time where he's hugging the touchline and he's playing really super, super high up the pitch. But then there's a moment where he drifts like five or ten yards in field, and you're like, your right back is no longer even playing on the right hand side of the pitch. He's playing like a right sided centre mid almost in, in, in advance. And you're, you're Patrick Van Arnold, who I think is actually a pretty good left back, all, all told, and a, and a really good human being as well. Just to bring up once more the fact that he helped to destroy Katie Hopkins, which gets him right. He should get a knighthood for that, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but he, um, what are you meant to do? Because Mohamed Salah's on the pitch, and this is one thing again, which showed once again how badly we missed Salah mm. against Everton. He, it's hard to say this because we've got so many great players, but for me, Mohamed Salah is our best player. He scores. The, he scores the most goals for us. He is is a constant threat. He can score every type of goal going, and he also gets tons of assists mm. as well. And when you're going up against him as a defender, you're thinking, "Dear God, I'm going up against Mohamed Salah." And then all of a sudden, he's just decides to just he just he waltzes in off the touchline for a bit, and Trent's in. And it, Salah's all-round play, it, it makes us tick. I think you're right. I think, you know, from the performance today, him and Fabinho, I gave 10 out of 10s in, in the player ratings. And F- Salah's one of those rare players who just through his presence, he makes it easier for everybody else to show what they're about. Mm-hmm. And he did that today. You know, whether it was Bobby having a bit more space in the centre, whether it was Henderson or, or Trent alexander arnold they all play better for having Mo Salah there. Yeah. And you think of those two goals... Uh, first of all, Mo's goal. I mean, we not even mentioned the fact that he fucking chests it down and, and then scores a goal. Yeah. I mean, that's not an easy skill to do, but when it's Mo, you think, oh God, it's just Mo. That's what he does. Yeah. He's, he's able to You know to he's do that. scoring the second yeah, he brings it down. Exactly. And, and, and again, uh, you know, we spoke about this during the stream and stuff, but it's him and just him being there that means that Van Arnhol has to respect his pace and sit a couple of yards deeper than the rest. And for, for the Mane goal, Van Arnhol, again, is the guy who's a little bit deeper. Maybe not quite as a consequence of Salah being there, but certainly that will be in the back of his mind because Salah 
40 yards away from goal, can't get a run on Van Arnold because Van Arnold can't keep up with him. Mm-hmm. So Salah ends up free and he gets the fucking assist as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, the assist is absolutely outrageous. And then it's down to Mane and what he can do. And he just has not, nothing else in his mind. He's going to bear down on goal and he's going to he's going to cut that into the bottom corner. And the keeper knows he's going to do it. Everybody, everybody watching at home and the six people in the ground knew what was going to happen. And the keeper can't stop it. It's a fucking fantastic finish. And Salah enables all of that to happen. Yeah. And the fact that he's got the goods as well. Well, that's it. And, it, and it, again, look at what we were lacking in that Everton game. And it was just... And, the Salah, and Salah's goal is, is, is the archetype of this. And I think it's linked to Fabinho's performance that we'll talk about next. But he having the someone who, who's so driven towards scoring goals... That he he's he's all he'll he he doesn't do it constantly like so we've had loads of footballers down the years who were just pace merchants and they play on the last shoulder and they're very one dimensional and they're very one dimensional they're very easy to play against the certain teams that you can, when you're counter attacking sides and you're not one of the top sides great you you have those players and they do they can they can do kind of well for you but Salah offers so much in so many different ways that you can't and as as already mentioned there's so much dirty work in and around outside the box making runs for other people looking to feed people and just having the ball shifting it pinging it into Firmino's feet etc etc but when the time is right and this is why he's a world class footballer he picks that moment and having Fabinho can hit that ball mm. we know Fabinho can hit that ball we've called it in, on stream that's the Fabinho pass he's got that in his locker we've seen it time and time again it doesn't always come off but he's very good at hitting it and Salah knows that and he also knows that Salah can make that run and it, it becomes a perfect marriage of someone's ability to pass the ball and ability to make the right run and, and so Salah doing that it was it was everything we were lacking from the Everton game no, well absolutely, absolutely. And, and you're right Fabinho doesn't play that ball for uh, Minamino. No. You know, and I don't think he was playing a good enough game against Everton regardless. But, you know, what Fabinho is great at is, you, you called it the Fabinho pass. Prior to Fabinho doing that from the DM position at Liverpool, like it's not a pass that, it's not a pass that Xabi Alonso used to hit often. Yeah. And the game's changed a bit, so maybe it's not a fair comparison. Yeah. The most recent comparison I can think of, although he was probably playing well before Xavi Alonso, is Pirlo. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of the most difficult passes to play in football. A straight ball, not across an angle or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's a straight ball over someone. And you just don't see many midfielders doing it. And that wasn't all that Fabinho did, but it, it, it meant that they had to respect that. The, they had to try and press him quickly. And he felt... And I hate this phrase. He felt press resistant today, Fabinho. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's actually press resistant. That's why I hate the phrase. Mm-hmm. But I think he was just brilliant. He was moving the ball so quickly and he was so decisive with where he wanted to put the ball that Crystal Palace couldn't get anywhere fucking near him yeah. today. And he just pulled the strings. He got to... He, he was, it was the complete... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. DM performance today. And I think I've been a little critical of Fabinho, and I think where, where Fabinho struggles is normally in these type of games when he's, he, he's challenged with being the, the defensive screen, he's challenged with being the guy who breaks things up, but that he looks... He can be a bit too static. Mm. He can be a bit too fixed in position. We said it in the early minutes of the game. What we needed, and you know, and you referenced it, and you had a bit of a go about it in terms of people saying about the creativity of the midfield, the creativity, and what we what we what we traditionally define as creativity is lads who can pass the ball and lads making through balls and, and passing and all that kind of stuff. Again, completely blown away by the fact that Fabinho played played that pass. But where what we needed in that game was Fabinho to be. It was the fluidity of the midfield that made our creativity. It allowed us to crush the life out of Crystal Palace because all of a sudden, Jordan Henderson's up on the right hand side. Genie Wijnaldum spread quite wide on, wide on the left or whatever, and Fabinho has given up his position to go and support the attack, to go and play, give and go to go and get to forward and and. and it just means that Crystal Palace have got to be, if they want to get out, they have to be perfect. And Crystal Palace are not good enough to be perfect. They've got Gary Cahill and, and, and Mamadou Sacco at the back. Both in the, in the you know, in their own right, decent, decent enough defenders, Gary Cahill certainly. But they're not, this is what this is Crystal Palace's limitations. This is Roy Hodgson's limitations. Put it on their toes. And look, you know, Andros Townsend playing, booting the ball up in the air in the right back position, all that. And it was all because Fabinho and, and his performance and the midfield in general allowed us to just basically camp in their half and, and, and crush Crystal, the life out Crystal, of them. Crystal Palace just couldn't keep the ball today. And, and that was, you're right, that was down to the midfield. And um, again, you know, I think I think Fabinho's performance is helped by Salah being there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do think that he's the most valuable player, Salah, in that regard. I think it makes it easier for everybody else to play well because you've almost got to think at all times, we need a second man over near Salah to help Van Arnhold out. Yeah. And that just creates that little bit more space. But the lads in the middle, you know, Wijnaldum, Henderson, Fabinho, they didn't give Crystal Palace a moment to sort of breathe on the ball or anything. Everything they were doing was trying to be rushed. And when Zaha goes off, there's not even an out ball for them. And that was the difficult thing for them. Early on in the game, a couple of times, didn't come off, mm-hmm. but it was over ten set, yeah. and there was a bit of a, a, a just a bit of a chase on between between Zaha and Ten. Once he goes, they're just not able to keep the ball. And if you're not able to keep the ball, Liverpool will just just do what they did, and that's just dominate you and, and wear you down. And yeah. they've not got their own fans there to back them up, and it just becomes a bit more of a procession, like you were talking during the game yeah. about you know the Bundesliga and how when a good team gets a couple of goals up, it doesn't seem that they're able to get back into. Crystal Palace had no chances there. Yeah, absolutely, and. It's it's interesting because we were a bit critical of Klopp's substitutions in the derby, but it's funny. I don't know whether the substitutions were necessarily great, but because the game was 
done. The game was won. We, you know, we we won this game by putting our best foot forward by playing our best brand of football. And I think so. I think it's a different conversation. But what was pleasing from the substitutes' performances is that we were able to keep up. The pressure we didn't let the, we didn't take off our, our, our foot off the gas or our foot off the throat whatever analogy you want to use it never felt like we we lost our tempo for the substitutions that we made yes like Minamino's touches were a bit wild because I think he still needs game time in general he still needs to get up to the speeds and the understanding of being in this squad but you mentioned it in the player ratings he's making the right runs he's getting into the right positions Oxley Chamberlain was keeping up what Jordan Henderson was doing he was being scrappy he was being dogged when he needed to be also trying to make things happen and and Nico Williams, an 18-year-old kid who, you know, we're creaming our pants about the level of, of Trent Alexander-Arnold. And we've got this 18-year-old kid who just seems absolutely perfectly capable. He seems mature. He seems he seems to be a, a standard already that he can be a real a real figure for the, yeah, for the team. Yeah, it must be it must be amazing for Williams and and also gutting at the same time because you're looking at it and going fucking hell, this is brilliant. I mean, you, I couldn't want a, a fullback to play in quite the same way. I couldn't pick anyone better to learn off. And you know, let's say let's say just make stuff up for a bit, mm-hmm. right? Williams is behind Nathaniel Klein, and he, let's say Nathaniel Klein plays the way that he plays, and you're looking on. I don't really play like that. Mm-hmm. How do I get into this side? Am I able to express myself? Am I able to be me if I get into this side? Because Williams plays behind Trent and he's looking at it going, if I ever get a chance, I'm perfect for this side. Yeah. I'm absolutely perfect. And and that and but yet he'd be gutted because he might not get a chance in the next 15 years. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing that's interesting, though, for, for me on, on Nico Williams, and we've not seen him tested anywhere near enough yet, but I, I, he's more, I think he's actually a bit more, he's a better dribbler, I think, than Trent. I think he's more comfortable actually just ha- having the ball and being being pressed. Trent's not daft, Trent's fine, fine at all that. And maybe it's just because Trent knows his game better, so he doesn't need to be in those situations. But you don't see Trent... Drop the shoulder and go and go past people. That's not his game. Whereas I've seen Nico Wiz, he got he he, he, he cruifs it or he drags it, doesn't yeah, he? And has the shot. He, uh, he he did that for the in the Arsenal game in the in the League Cup as well. Just dropping the shoulder, making space, getting crossing. We'll never know whether he's going to be as good a deliverer of the ball as Trent. But we we said we just don't know what what's happening right now. It's a perfect world scenario for Liverpool to have a youth player that looks capable. And that's all we need him to be at the moment is, is a capable deputy because he's not going to have to play loads of football. But when you look at like putting Joe Gomez in at left back against Everton, and we and we were saying he he's just not he's a centre half. He's not suited to that type of football in any way, shape, or form. Nico Williams actually looks like he'd do a lot of what Trent is doing. His final ball might not be there because there's very few who are quite that good at, quite that good at putting those kind of crosses in. But he's actually able to contribute in maybe in maybe different ways, and he, you never know. That might it might give Klopp an option in years to come. Look, we might never see anything of Nico Williams because that's what happens with youth football. But I look at it and you think you mentioned Trent playing an attacking mid slot in the in the the, the player ratings. You could move Trent into DM at, at any at any point. Oh, I think man. he could do Jordan Henderson's job, and then you've got then it frees Nico Williams up or whatever. The, the beauty of it is, is we've got options. And we've got a couple of comments here which I thought was uh, was worth pointing out. Um, Lee Dawkins saying the kids look all right, don't they? And uh, you know, not just Nico Williams, but obviously a, a very much a cameo really from Harvey Elliott. But again, another lad. It was enough to whet the appetite to say yeah, I want to see more. When we went to see Villa and Harvey Elliott was there, we were getting really g'd up by Elliott the way he was talking to the. Crowd and everything mm-hmm. and what I noticed you know having, having been to that Villa game having there and having remembering all that is there was times where you not necessarily didn't get the ball tonight 
But he's there on the edge of the area with both arms up, screaming for it. There's a lad who's full of confidence yeah. who wants the ball. Yeah. Now, I've seen so many lads come into the first team over the last 25-plus years, 30 years, who just aren't willing to show themselves. They don't want to fuck up. They don't want mm-hmm. to go out on a limb. Harvey wants the ball. He wants to show that he can do something. It's, it's a completely different mindset. I don't know what's the right mindset, but I tell you what, I like to see a lad playing with confidence who wants to be involved other than a lad shying away from the ball. Yeah, 100%, without, without a shadow of a doubt there. Uh, one more comment then, just from the uh, from the YouTube uh, live right now, and it is uh, from Rich Keenan. So says, Salah is so good, yes, totally agree, but Mane, some things he did today were just sublime as well. Uh, I think they're as good as each other, really. I think it's a very good point. Uh, uh, Mane, I thought, was absolutely yeah. phenomenal I, I, I again. Think, I don't, can't remember what I gave Mane, whether it was a nine or an eight, but if I gave him an eight, it should absolutely change to a nine. Yeah. I slept on Mane a little bit tonight. The front three, yeah, like Bobby Firmino again. It's, it's another, it's another very Bobby performance where the people who don't like Bobby, don't care to take the time to look at what kind of player he is, will look at him and go, "Well, you know, did he, did he score? Well, no." But is all around the way he linked that front three again. Is something else. He's holding possession. It allows us that having a, a target man. You know, people would look, look at target man and they think big barely fella. You boot the ball up to him. He either flicks it on, bangs it headed in, or he holds it up and does all this. For me, the, someone's ability, particularly when they, they were basically playing a bank of four and a bank of five, someone's ability to hold possession for as long as Roberto Firmino does in that kind of pressure cooker environment, that is a very, very underrated skill. You know, it, it's, if you can't make the ball stick, our entire system falls down because when you're getting the ball up the pitch, it, it, it just allows you to gain a foothold it's like it's like chess it's like you move, you get you get to move your pieces around while this guy is doing this thing and everyone's attention's on him it means genie can move up five or ten yards it means hendo can push on and yeah all, all over all around you know mane Firmino, spectacular and we will stop there because we've got the final word show to do and we don't want to tread too much but i want to know from you guys in the comments if you're watching live or if you're watching after the fact whether you're listening in podcast form as well you can tweet to at the red men tv any topics you want us to discuss on tomorrow's final word show anything we've not covered there that you really desperately want to see covered whether it's opinions on particular players or particular moments that you think warrant discussion let me know them in the comments and i'll pull as many of them i can into the final word show uh, to get that show you can sign up to the red men tv Dot com. Uh, it is £5 a month. You get a whole host of extra shows as well. There's going to be the Around the League show, uh, which is Ross and Ben and uh, Louis Benevente from the, from any number of Chelsea channels. Chelsea down Echo? Yeah. Um, yeah, Chelsea Echo. Um, talking about all kinds of football things. We've got the Reds News Roundup show, which is rounding up all the big Liverpool talking points every single week as well. And we've got a massive, massive back catalogue of interviews with Liverpool players, past and present as well. It is a brilliant service. We absolutely adore it and we think you guys will too. If you don't want to go the full hog on that and you want to stay on YouTube, you can do. YouTube memberships are now available. Uh, tier 1s, get some extra emotes, which you'll have seen in the comments, including the Premier League trophy, which is very nearly ours. Um, and Tier 2 and Tier 3 get discounts on Redmen Mitch and they get the final word show, the aforementioned final word show to watch on YouTube as well. But Chris, thank you very much. It's been an Mate, It's been a pleasure. pleasure. And thank you to everybody who's watched this live, the mm. whole stream. If you, let us know if you've been here from start to finish. Yep. I've massively enjoyed it. You know, we can't read every single comment out, but we do see so many of them and it really does make the show what it is um, it's been an absolute pleasure to do it tonight Paul thank you as well mate mm. uh, absolutely loved every second of it absolutely just brilliant yeah and
and we'll be back uh, with another fan zone watch along commentary for the Liverpool Manchester City game on Thursday will it be a title decider or will it be us celebrating a guard of honour uh, your only way to find out is to tune in there of course and obviously to tune into the footy before then uh, and stay tuned to the channel there will be something coming up uh, for the Man City Chelsea game as well which could well see us crowned as champions tomorrow night what a time to be a red what a time to be a red men TV subscriber we'll see you all soon when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer it streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy mail checks invoices legal documents and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.